Number one fantasy sports show. It's the Wagner Wire. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. Keep the energy coming. Four! Hey, you guys watching this uh, golf tournament? Revved up! You guys uh, out there on NASCAR? Coda? Ow! I'm everywhere! It's the Wagner Wire! Ubiquitous. <laughs> That's a big word. I said that, I wrote that in an article on Orange Bloods, and somebody said the same thing. They're like, what does that mean? And I was like, it just means everywhere. Everywhere, but yeah. yeah. The ever-present... Uh, anyways, 1049-1019-AM1260. Smash is no longer with us. He's going to go call his baseball game of Saint, at St. Edwards. That man is always on the move, always trying to get a gig somewhere, man. He is one of the hardest working dudes in the business, that's for sure. Hour number three brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations, 512-255-8678. Make sure you're calling them right now or going to the website at avconsultations.com. March Madness is upon us. It's here. Uh, the Final Four is right around the corner. We're actually going to have the victors being decided today. Make sure you're calling Tom McKay and Audiovisual Consultations to get the home of your dreams, to get the the man cave, the princess palace, the dude's den, whatever you want to call it. But you got to do it with Audiovisual Consultations. 512-255-8678-AVConsultations.com. All right, gents. Like I said, it's myself, Ty, and Keenan in here. Jack bringing us in and off these Austin Radio Airwaves. Smash, we bid you adieu and a safe travel to your game, my buddy. Okay. Uh, the line, he's still, I think he took, I think he's taking the Kings to cover, as a matter of fact. He is. He said that, yeah. The no, line that I'm looking at right now is three and a half. But dang, it moved again. Caesar's Palace. I wonder, I wonder what Walsh has taken. Walsh was well. Actually, we have an update on Walsh. He is out of jail, and he will be back on the show. He was in jail. Yeah, uh, tax evasion. Uh, no, I'm yeah. kidding. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, absolutely. I was kidding. like, why are we airing this dude's <laughs> no, laundry no, on air? I'm joking. Is it weird? Is it bad that, that we surprised just... me? That I've never met him. <laughs> if if you did meet if him, you'd be like, if you're a big gambler, <laughs> if you're a big gambler, I mean, really, tax evasion is just another form of gambling, That's isn't it? it? That's it. You're just you're gambling on you're yourself. You're gambling about going to jail. Or That's not. it. Uh, no, Walsh. Um, Walsh has been down uh, playing a lot of golf. Been doing a lot of golf in Florida, and he's been he's had a lot of writing that he's had to do for Caesars, uh, of course. So he 
of you know he's had his hands tied as he's like this says as he likes to say so to speak so he will be on the show next week uh it's going to be great having him as well we're also going to have um uh the ceo of regiment gaming on as well which regiment does tremendous things for veterans with um with you know wounded ill and injured veterans who are trying to uh i guess reinvent their career or uh, galvanize you know their community throughout gaming so i think that's pretty cool very interesting they do they do really good things for uh, mental illnesses and uh ptsd that kind of for sure it's just it it creates community for veterans to uh invest in beautiful yep it's it's really cool we're gonna see what they do and bring um to the table in terms of gaming and stuff next week so we got a really cool show lined up for you um but yeah walsh walsh returns to the show and I mean, he—I'm not going to say he didn't get in trouble with the law. I mean, there was a little bit of a run-in. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm kidding. Once again, one surprise. I, I can't—I can't do gotcha journalism when I'm joking about gotcha journalism. Like, <laughs> oh, that's not journalism. Yeah, yeah. For, I'm, I'm just telling stories here again. Hey, by the way, this is 50% journalism and 50% entertainment. We will throw that out there. Like, I'm an sure. entertain- I've never considered myself a journalist ever, ever. Well, you did pick the Hogs to win. Well, this week. Well, hey man, yeah, what, I saw some people come on Twitter. Uh, yeah, somebody said bold, bold moves doing a suey Dude, that, call. That promo did run a few days after that. Did that it? Case. <laughs> nice. As a matter of, well, I guess that was dead air. We should have probably made a call for me to to get that out there, um, <laughs> and and change that up. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, like I said, suey, suey. <laughs> that's, if that's the boldest thing you think I'm doing, man, then. I'm in good shape, that's for sure. Um, but hey, yeah, made that hog call didn't really go um, the way I wanted it to go. They got slaughtered, as a matter of fact. They got beat bad. That's why you don't take your shirt off in the second round. <laughs> yeah, I was odd. I mean, I wasn't like I wasn't like angry like so many people were. Not that y'all were either, but I was just kind of like kind of pissed me off a little bit. It's just like, dude, second round, like come on now. Yeah, like, no, keep it together. Do, do keep that it together, buddy. At least yeah. wait to the final four. Final four. Yeah, final that's, four that's when you can celebrate final a little four, bit. Show off the pecs. Really should like that always sunny episode where he's like, really should have popped that shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote like a gazelle. The that, it's the best show. Can that show, ever. Can that show be written in real time now? It still is. It's, yeah, it's still is it going. I think They're it's in production of I mean, a new season. Yeah, they? they're just old. They just look old. Now, now in South Park too. I, mean, I want to see the difference. Two. I'm definitely going back and seeing the difference in the script being written now than what it was. Oh sure, yeah. It's not quite as mean as it used to be. The first episode, <laughs> crazy. Like, how are you still in the air? Was it, was how is this? How how did you survive? Oh, the, how the pilot survive? The gang says the n word. Yeah, yeah how the pilot survive? Like, I I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, that, that that show's incredible, dude. I watched um I watched some really good skits on comedy this past week. Oh yeah. And just how Who, I, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this the wrong way. Okay. Say it. We've gotten very soft. Like <laughs> That's why I love like, Chris Rock. Like thing. Charmin. And I was watching Chappelle. Like sure, I was watching yeah. like in, in Chappelle it wasn't Chappelle's show, it was Chappelle's stand up. Yeah. And he was talking about how you know, so many people are getting canceled. You know, everybody is getting canceled. Mm-hmm. They tried to cancel him. Yeah, and they said, and he—that's exactly said, what he go said. Ahead. You can't, you can't, you can't cancel me. But what I love about Chappelle, like, even though he's still, he's 
he's the comedian today that still pushes lines and doesn't care because they he really can't. Get yeah, out. that's can't a job of a comedian, so. he, right? You're supposed to tout that line. You're supposed to to make you a little bit comfortable. But what I love a little bit uncomfortable. What I love about Chappelle is the message that he always gives you. Yeah, and, and his, like he's always talking about something that that's going to hit home with you. That that's going to resonate somewhere down the line. Sure. And it, it and it's just like, yep, you know what? We're laughing about this, but he's right. He's absolutely right. Well, Norm MacDonald said it best when he was like, tell me one socially conscious joke that makes me laugh and I'll give you a million dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like, love Norm. Norm is one of the goats to me. I think he's maybe. Norm's not goat. with us anymore, is he? No, he's he passed away. He was hiding his cancer for years. Um, he just didn't want to be treated as a... Uh, Someone dying, like a yeah, it's like yeah. a you know, a basket case or whatever. But yeah, he was one of the goats, man. He was great. Uh, what is the over? Um, oh, do you like the over right? on the Gonzaga game? Gonzaga games. That's done. that was yesterday. Yeah, uh, Gonzaga's not playing today. Uh, do I like the over on the um, Texas? Longhorns and what, what I got 148 it? right 148. now. Just stay away from over under. 149. I do I never bet over. I, I do in football. But I did. I bet not over under in, not in basketball. It's too crazy. Only when Tennessee's playing, will I bet on that. And I'll bet the under. But that total's always like 128. It's I know, but so it hit. Low. It hit against Florida. Um, oh well, if you bet the under in the first two rounds of the tournament, you're probably a rich man. right That's now. what I did. Like yeah. I, because nobody knows how to games. play. Yeah. So, but yeah, in these. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would just, if I was you, listener, I would, I would just pick a winner in this one. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Twenty nine wins on the year, man. Can we get thirty? Yeah, I mean, we'll see if they can get there. I mean, it's you magical. Know, they, I'm gonna have to go somewhere and watch this game. Get a few. Um, I think jellies. I'm, in I me. think I'm staying home. I think I'm staying home. What yeah. you, electric jellyfish? Yeah, that's what you. That's when you say jelly, that's, that's where you're going. That's uh, my fiance's favorite beer. The electric jellyfish. Well, yeah, it, it feels like it looks and feels like you're drinking orange juice, but it has like 13 percent alcohol. Really? I, I why? I'm not. I'm not that big of a drinker. At the, uh, they have my DKR now. Something like that. It's probably not that much, but it's definitely above 10 percent. And they serve them at uh, Texas games. Now. How much it's do they call? Yeah, I was gonna say how Worth much is it? Because it? it's like two beers in one. Right. Right. 18, so... It's like a $35 pitcher at you're, the tavern. You, and you're easily drinking three of those bad boys. I, I usually go to the tavern for these games, and I, I get two pitchers of them to myself, Oof. and that and that will get me Oof. lubricated to yeah. have a good time. <laughs> that's numbness right there, baby. That's... That, hey, I tell you what, the best environment to get for some down-home Horns fans... The tavern. The tavern. On 12th. You can just... You make it... You, you become one. I love going to places and watching games. The World Cup's a great example. Oh, you I remember go there. That. And you just you bond with everyone around you. You don't even ask them their name. I watched March Madness there. Like I went on a Thursday and got there at noon, like last oh, yeah. year, and just ate wings. It was oh, great. Great food, too. super. Yeah, the food's awesome. I'm actually. gonna need to go someplace. I mean, my nerves, my nerves are already shot. Um, it and they're not gonna get better until after four o five, until probably six o'clock after the game's over with. I mean, I'm sure after tip off I'll be fine, but I got butterflies and I'm not even playing. The, in this the cool game. thing about it though is, uh, you know, making the Final Four is its own kind of deal. Like, That's a banner. It's a banner. Let me, all right, so and let, you deserve it. I'm glad we're having this discussion Hard. because I, I don't agree in moral victories in sports. I don't think that they exist. But, I don't think that is a moral victory. But when you get to it's like making to the, the final four, right? Okay, so so there we are. Now we've actually redefined this postseason for college basketball. The, the playoffs, like the dance, is one thing. Sure. 
But you don't get into the playoffs until you get to the Final Four. Is that what we're saying here? Like that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm. This meant. is just the invitation to get to the playoffs, right? We're, we're trying to see who's worthy to get sure. into the playoffs. Yeah, but like it's really hard to make. Who's fun playing of hot? It. Yeah, I mean you got to you got to essentially your last ten games have to be your best ten games of the year. Hundred percent. That's how Texas has been playing. Right. I mean they're what, playing I mean, their best ball right now. I mean they looked. They crushed Xavier. TCU oh, it was, it was win. at no point in that game. TCU 66-60 to 60 win. I mean, this was in the conference championship, you know. Yeah, yeah, I remember or, that. Or not conference championship, but then, you know. It's conference tournament. Conference, conference tournament. tournament. And then, they beat Oklahoma State, then TCU. Kansas by 20. Kansas by 20. Kansas by 20. Uh, then, you know, Colgate, another 20-point victory. Penn State, Xavier. 71-66 over Penn State, and then Xavier, 83-71. And that should have been a way bigger margin of victory. I mean, so scoring is going up. You know, yeah, well, that's is what happens up. throughout the tournament. Also, the shooting in this tournament has been Lights like out, dude. No, no, no. It it. I'm talking about the tournament overall, not uh, Texas. Not us? Okay. It's been awful. <laughs> well, don't. I mean, don't, and also, don't fix it. My point is, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Like, yeah, they the, don't need to adjust the, it. The two man game is working, you know, fantastic. People are having a hard time adjusting to that, and when they do do adjust to it, you have the floor that's wide open with sure. talent. Uh, Jabari Rice. Uh, oh, what, yeah. what can we not I say about this? I interviewed him off? over the summer. How'd that go? Oh, he's great. He's super great. Yeah, we, awesome kid. We talked one to him hell before, of a, uh, like just a score, just an authentic, genuine score. And a, a guy that can get a player. Buck. He's yeah. a good perimeter defender too. Um, yeah, I we interviewed him. Serenity Douglas, shouts out to her and I. Who, she was a track star at UT, and then she worked at Orange Bloods with us. Um, super, super good interviewer. And me and her interviewed. Uh, Serge Jabari Rice over the summer, and we asked him what his kind of role is. And he didn't say score or anything. He said, I bring the Pat Bev energy. I'm not Pat Bev, but I'm, like, super aggressive. Like, I just want to win so bad. And I was like, that's what you want to hear from a transfer. I mean, I talked about it yesterday on the Big Ugly Tailgate and the rest of the Saturday lineup, but the Uh championship energy, I... I posted on Twitter. Yeah, was, I saw you. I like that tweet. I mean, that's in the middle of the game. You could just feel it. The way they were helping each other up. Uh-huh. They were smiling. They were just having fun. But dancing, also the intensity. Like, they, you know, besides when Marcus Carr, he uh, he hit that crazy three and then kind of oh, looked yeah. at the bench and then realized he had to get back real yeah. quick. That was like the only lapse in like being like not being in the moment completely. But at, oh, that, yeah. I mean. Did you not feel the last ten minutes that we were just getting hacked the entire time? It got it got very chippy. It got uh, very chippy. I thought like at one point, my, like my wife even said, like somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, you know hundred I mean? like, percent. They're mother, lucky nobody got hurt. I felt like the refs were trying to give Cra- or Xavier a, tra- a, chance a chance to get back, but at what expense though? Stuff right? they were calling earlier in the game for both sides just wasn't getting called on our side. Yeah, and, yeah. and when Hunter, when Hunter got undercut, like when he st- when he got hit checked, really, yeah, 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 I was just got... like, all right, some dude, this is. Uh, this is I was cheap. like, I was like, Coach Terry, you know, start pulling. Everybody. I mean, you see that start. raw emotion at the end of these games, though. For a lot of these guys, this is the last time they'll ever play, right? But yeah. I mean, like, like competitive basketball again. Like I like I get it. Like you're gonna you're alphas are gonna alpha, right? And like you want to win at all costs, no matter what it takes. But you gotta. Yeah. You gotta have grace. Like you got you gotta that. you gotta have my, my last football game. Have honor. You know what I mean? I I am yeah. out there with my hair lit on fire trying I to I understand kill that, but like if somebody's going to like even um I forget the kid that got the intentional what his name was. Kunkel or Kunk, Adam right. Kunkel, yeah. But but even like uh a couple of sequences before that, he was just sitting there like you could literally see him throwing yeah. f- throwing forearms, you know, Not off ball. Off frustrating. Ball, like, yeah, That's a we're frustrating trying. defense to play against. And then and then like on a set play, like on a set 
or when the ball was being taken out of bounds, I saw Cunningham take Moses and throw him in the Keiko, like it's, or whatever the guy's Keiko, name was. Yeah. And, and, and Moses go, I didn't do it. It was him through. So I think they were actually trying to mess with him. And, yeah, I'm sure. And, you know, just get him really out of his game. Their skin for um, sure. And of course, you, you got to do whatever you got to do to, to, you know, ruffle the feathers of a shooter, right? And I think Kunkel was actually, you know, the hot hand for, sure, for yeah. Xavier. Yeah, he definitely was. Um, but yeah, it, it, again, you got to. You know, now you got to readjust and go into this Miami Hurricane squad that you know can stretch the floor, per, you know, oh, yeah. with range and Wong, dude. Got to stop the Wong. That, how do you stop the Wong? Give maybe, him the, maybe you can. Maybe give him the Texas duck. Ong. I mean, they'll probably just have to play him like they played Jalen Pickett, like they played uh, Colby Jones, you know, Timmy Allen, and uh, Arteria Morris. Just throw what are we putting the chances at Disu playing today? I don't think he rolls out there until the well, we got our insider there. here. What do you What do you hear, Ken? Um, from what I've heard, I don't think he will play today. No go. But don't even get. I don't try. know that for sure. Well, they don't want to risk because he, he when he played uh, the first like minute of the last game, he kind of fell on it weird and it hurt and you could tell. So I don't know if he reaggravated it. Um, they said he's day to day. That's that's the only update I really have. They said he's day to day. That's what they said in the press conference. Longhorn and Lubbock texted in, there is now a contingent of fans that will forever dislike Kunkel because refs didn't do their job. Mm, true. That is true. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on that side it of it. It wasn't quite as bad I think as it was like a punk. My wife one, even but... called him a punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. My wife's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I'd hope so. And then she's just like, oh, this guy's a punk. Look at him. Look at his haircut. I was like... Honey, he's got the same haircut as our son. So, <laughs> well, his his leg tattoo didn't do him any. Yeah, not new favors, man. Yeah. Is, well, at least we all have to have that one bad tattoo, apparently. So I got a few in a brand, so I understand. In a brand, man. That's I don't have any about. tattoos, man. Neither do I. I'm not a clean, clean-skinned dude. Um, might be the only uh, Marine ever. Yeah, without. I was going to say, I feel like it's pretty popular. I let, I let my cousin give me a tattoo, his first tattoo he ever gave. Bold. That I need to get bold. it redone, to say the least. Victory to the bold. Um. Yeah. Uh, speaking of always sunny, Kunkel, uh, from Xavier looks like rickety rickety crickets. That's um, funny. I got to go back and look. I don't know if I actually he's have. The, he's the guy who starts off as the priest and they just keep ruining his life and then he becomes homeless. <laughs> I got to go back and look, dude. He gets like addicted to drugs. It's a very funny show. Um, it's it's that show and South Park and Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think are my top three comedies i haven't seen too much of south park what really yeah. south yeah. park is the best. i haven't seen too much of the simpsons either one of the episodes the the new season of south park it's completely written by chat gpt you know what that is it's that it's like a ai, AI what that you can chat? you can be like write me a bedtime story about three alligators and a and a and a princess they'll write and i'll write you. you and you can be like write me a 20 page paper on the american revolution It'll yeah, just, I haven't written anything is, for Orange Blood. It's all chat. So GPT. literally, they put it this in. They put, my whole job is just chat. GPT. They put the uh, like. They at the you end, don't have to put buzzwords at the end. It's like there? written by Trey Parker and Chat GPT because they literally put in like write a South Park episode about Ch- Chat GPT and it just wrote the whole thing. Brilliant. That's um man, it's scary, it's terrifying. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know where to go with it. If I was in school now, what what, what I could do. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that was the whole the thing. The, that I could make. The whole episode was about how they're so they were using Chat GPT to text their girlfriends for them. So they just put in whatever their girlfriend sent them, and Chat GPT would come up with a response. And they're like, "Oh, they're 
they're all you're the boys are so me. You're in love with this guy. No, they're like, oh, the boyfriend. They're all so nice. They always say the right thing, but then like they'd be in the car. They're like, what about your cousin who died a few years ago? Like, and he'd be like, oh, oh I'd, what? What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember that response. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, the new season has been great so far. Yeah, oh, oh man. Show, man, definitely have. I, no, I, it's one of the shows that I need to check out. I just never. I was. I don't know. Maybe it was because it was animation. I'm not sure. Um, how, how about this though? Through eleven, and Scheffler is starting to take the lead here now. He's the best in the game. Scotty Scheffler through eleven, up two. Burns took the first three holes, but it's been all Scheffler since. Well, they've tied uh, four and seven, and then Scheffler's took taken five, six, eight, nine, and ten, and they're on eleven or through eleven they tied, so they're on twelve now. Rory through nine, he's up two. Uh, Young and McElroy tied on holes two, four, seven, eight, and then um, looks like Young took hole three, and that was been the only one so far. Again, that's down at uh, at Austin Country Club for you know all you people out there trying to see some Dell match play. We got Coda going on too. We got some uh, left hand turns as Keenan likes to call it. Call it. <laughs> so we'll have Rodney. Uh, Rodney Rodriguez coming in on the other side here. We're going to take a break. Well, not on, Rodney's not coming on next time. Rodney will be here a yeah, quarter of on, on the third one. But, yeah, getting us all uh, all the news, notes, and nuggets that we got to talk about for our drivers, man. Maybe you put a little green in our pocket there. Hey, we got to take a break. Don't go nowhere. we got more Wagon Wire on the other side. With 1049-1019-AM-1260. Stream it live at hornetfm.com. It's the best time of year to watch sports, and the best way to do that is with audiovisual consultations. 512-255-8678, avconsultations.com. You could be watching Dell Match Play at the same time that you're watching Premier League. At the same time that you're watching NFL replays on NFL.com. Or the NFL Network. And at the same time as March Madness. All done with our friendly friends from Audiovisual Consultations. Oh, in that audio thing? Yeah. It's called a Sonos. A Sonos surround sound system. Or it's just, you can have, uh, at, the, at the easy expense of your mobile device. You, oh, you want, you want this zone to play? You want your living room to play? A different song? All done by the touch of your mobile device with that Sonos app. AV Consultations can do that for you. 512-255-8678. AVConsultations.com. All right. To the golf links at uh, Dell Match Play here. We gave you that update right before, and it is now through 11. Both Rory and uh, Cameron Young, Scotty Schiffler, and uh, Burns. Both those matchups are all through 11 here. And... um, Schiffler up two, and Rory up two. It's going to be a good matchup when those two see each other here. Um, and then we go over to Coda 
We talk about how Ty's got Byron here. William Byron. Who else you got going? That's now? all. Just them. Just putting a little. He did take the action. poll. Now see, Ty, do you play Calcutta for uh, for NASCAR? Masters? For Masters, yeah, yeah I have done fun. it before, but really I, haven't, I haven't gotten in a group here in the past few years. My buddy won People twenty grand drag on racing that. out there. You hear him? You do. Yeah, my buddy won twenty grand on. Uh, who did he? Who did he buy? See those things. This you, was like three years ago, and it was uh, three or four years ago. It was some. It was it was a surprising winner. I forget. And then, they, and then they had uh, yes, actually, I think that is who it was. Hideki. Yeah. What is going on with Almirola's car down there? They probably got some equipment issues in that Ford. They're running at sixty-seven point three, coming in at thirty-nine on the pole. They're odd to ask Rodney about that, but Ricky Stenhouse Jr. That's who Ty won some money off of, right? I didn't win any money off no. him. He, he just won the Daytona. Won it for you. I had uh, I had a few different guys. I had one guy finished in the top five, but most of my – I picked like five drivers. That's the best way to do it for NASCAR. I think it's just – Kyle you know, Busch at the Take nine a few one. guys. Kyle Busch at nine is scary. Um, Doesn't everyone hate Kyle Busch? Yep. AF Kyle Busch. Yeah, not many people are friends with Kyle Busch. Larson, Larson in the 13 spot. That's scary. Joey Logano in the 15. Um. And where's MTJ? M- <laughs> M- MTJ 25. Where's he at? MTJ at 25 now. He's going to get you. Denny Hamlin there in the Toyota 2 at 21. They're going to get you some differential points. They'll be up there in the front. Differential point meaning, and look at that, Kevin Harvick. Look at Harvick down there. The Fords. Fords not run. I mean, you got one Ford in the top five. In the top ten, you got one Ford. One Ford in the top ten. Chevy's really taking. Chevy's looking like they're running good. But one Ford and one Toyota in the top five. But yeah, Chevy just dominating throughout the top ten, man. It's gonna be wild. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to Rodney about this one. All right, though, um, we do have like actual basketball coming on today, though. Um, oh yeah. And hopefully that this isn't. Yeah, we've had you in pretty much all all damn month, man. You've been our our yeah. March Madness guru here, and yeah. hopefully we can continue this thing going, man. Because uh, it's been one hell of a run. It's been a great run. We don't want it to go away. That's for sure. But they're going up against the Miami squad that are they can just they can hit the deep ball. Uh, they got tremendous range. Um, but the Horns got tremendous perimeter D as well. And like we've talked about in hour number one, I think the Horns can actually dictate pace. And when you can dictate pace, you can control the flow of the game, and usually you can make that advantageous for yourself, and I think the Longhorns are going to come away successful. I'm, I am I'm nervous, very nervous, because I want to, again, like I want to see this team actually do it, man. And uh, it's crazy to think that Coach Terry is already one of the most successful men's basketball coaches in terms of you know pedigree history so it's just wild yeah at, can at this UT continue for sure. yeah, at ut for, yeah and it was ut's been to one final four ever tj uh, ford i like tj ford for royale ivy oh man who uh, who knocked out was that duke that knocked out lost to syracuse, syracuse. when they had carmel no, anthony. anthony and then the the latest elite eight run is when they lost to tyrus thomas and uh big baby glenn davis in lsu and then two time. years later they lost to derrick rose's Rose memphis team in the elite eight too yeah that was so Derek, this i don't think people realize how season nasty derrick rose was already. man oh i mean he won an mvp derrick rose was pretty, pretty sick. sick he was so sick um yeah and then we were talking that, again back to that that discussion like I, I don't think it's acceptable to drop the pack after four or after you get to the final four, but I think that's when the conversation is had. Like, all right, uh, we can celebrate just a little bit now. You know what sure. I mean? Like, um, 
getting to the Final Four is good, but it's not where we want the actual road to actual stop. So um, I, I think the I think the narrative has been written for us. I think it's there for us to take now. We are definitely, in my opinion, the best team, the strongest team in the tournament. Um, the most complete team in the tournament, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I'm more confident that we can get this win or we can actually claim the hardware with all the ones being out of it, but we still got to uh, go up against teams like Miami with tremendous range. So, and I, look, I thought Drake was actually going to beat Miami in the first round. So did I. Like, I thought. I, I, I thought Until they Drake got was... Norchad Omir back. Once he was in, I was like, okay, never mind. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and, and for, uh, again, Wong, Wong's nasty, but. And so is Pack, and so is Miller. Right. Right, exactly, man. So, again, Longhorns have have gone up to – Longhorns have been able to stand up to the test. Uh, Again, you know, if Marcus Carr, once he starts to get a little bit tired, a la insert um, uh, Hunter here and then let Hunter go to work, continue this two-man game, and I think the Longhorns come out successful here. Uh, I really do. I don't think it's going to be that much of – uh, I mean, hell, the, you know, the public thinks seventy-seven percent of the public thinks that the Longhorns are going to win. I hope that doesn't come back to bite us in the ass. That's for sure. That it game can't. tips off. It at doesn't four. affect the players, man. They're not looking at that. No, for sure. For I, sure, it doesn't matter what I say. I it, it won't. It doesn't matter. You can't jinx a game, dude. It's impossible. Mm. People need to realize that. I think you show me Christian Bishop's foul total with ten minutes left in the first half, and I'll tell you who wins that game. Christian Bishop's your key to victory. We only have one big. We got Brock, bro. Come on. I I mean I love Brock, but Whoa, if you bring well, two you of the ball say, in Jack? the post, then it can work for for stretches. But if Christian Bishop has two fouls with eight minutes gone in the game, then I don't think we can win. I think this is the Brock Cunningham game. Well, Miami only has one Brock really off the one rotation big that they used to. I mean, they have guys off the bench, but like Omir is definitely their only like starter who who plays big minutes. Like, not big as in a lot of minutes. I mean, minutes at the big spot. Well, like when we were talking about teams that are actually making a good run and teams that are, are able to go through and, and still give the Longhorns, you know, a little bit of a tough time. UConn yesterday, just dyna- the do- dominating fashion. Are they? I think so. Are, are, I thought it was uh, I thought we were the hottest I think team, it's UConn. Yeah. I mean... To make that run, I mean, we're talking about the big. We're talking about how strong the Big East was, you know, last uh, last hour there. You know, only one only one team from the Big Twelve with representation, and now I mean, the just the Big East. Um, UConn, yeah, making at, at the four, making a run, making this thing scream. That team is super good. There's a reason I picked them for the final. Four. Yeah, I did They've not think hot. I didn't think UConn was going to get past Gonzaga. Oh, I, I thought I knew they were going to like beat them up pretty good. I mean, at least that's what I thought. So after this loss for Gonzaga, what does that do for Drew Timmy's legacy? Is he still one of the best forwards to ever do it in terms of college football? Or college football, <laughs> college basketball? No. You don't think so? he got to win a championship. Did he win? No. Never. No, played they, they played title game and then twice. Baylor just like wrecked him. He, ne- he never Baylor claims hardware. so good. He'll be known forever for beating up all the little sisters of the poor California schools. For four, five years, yeah, averaging twenty-one points per game against Loyola Marymount, and he looked he, like a Kimolajuan the first time they played us, though. He was oh, pretty, yeah, he's, well, he's, he's, he's got some good defend, finesse. Texas didn't know how to defend him at all. Did and, this year? Yeah, what, yeah. Well, I mean, he still, oh, he still had, had like, like thirteen or twenty. Yeah. So even <laughs> if this dude doesn't have a successful 
pro career, he's still going to be known as the guy that just couldn't get it done in college. Well, I Adam think... Morrison. Yeah, that's that's usually how Gonzaga goes, right? Yeah, well, that guy. How's Suggs doing? I mean, he's good. He's really good. He's been hurt though. The the Magic have a bunch of like random guys who are high draft picks. Franz Wagner. Franz. I mean, they have a they have a bright future, honestly. Oh, a hundred percent. Paolo. If they can get Paolo to hit a be able to hit a three and play a little bit of defense, I think oh, that he, team has yeah. a bright future. Markel yeah. Fultz. Markel yeah, Fultz. Fultz is Cole there. Anthony. Suggs is there. Cole Anthony's there. They had Mo. They had Bomba for a while. Um, they they had had Wendell that. Carter Jr. Yep. A lot of a lot of young talent there. Yeah. They've never seemed want to want to stay in Orlando. Does Mo get a ring with LA now? Mm. <laughs> they're not they're not winning a ring. This they're five hundred. They're they're, they're five hundred. Aren't they ten? Aren't I think they LeBron's like supposed to play tonight. Yeah, whatever. I think he's back. I took the Bulls plus five and a half. He's Aren't they? They're like tenth in the, in the in the conference. They're right? like barely yeah. in the play in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't even think that's going to happen. Lakers suck. They're pretty. Pretty. pretty they bad. lost to the Mavericks last week. Pretty oh, I know. Hey, how about that? How about Luca saying that he used to have fun playing basketball? Kind of. Wait, where does that do? In his is presser, that, is that saying that he's not having fun? Did you read that as he's not having fun? With I the read Mavs? that as we need to do something fast. We need a new head coach. I yeah, think. Jason Kidd has completely given up on the so, team. Yeah, what happened? Like, so what happened when he inbounded at the wrong end of the basket? That was so. All those was Instagram de- accounts was that a debacle? That were like shit, all time Shaq in moment. Like, well, they didn't, didn't the refs get that from? Yeah, for me was, watching it, the refs got that. The wrong. refs got it wrong. But if you saw it on social media, a bunch of dumb accounts like House of Highlights and stuff were like, oh. All time shacking moment. They guarded the wrong basket. And it was like, no, the refs just screwed them over. Right. I mean, that, I, I don't think that. I'm not a fan game. of House of Highlights at all. No, it's all, all this trash. Yeah, it's bowl. basically just they don't even look. Well, it's all negative clout just to get them. Well, they don't look into what actually happened for more than ten seconds, and they're just like repost, repost, repost oh, yeah. like with the crying, all laughing emoji clicks. face. They don't okay. care about anything but clicks and hundred emojis. Clickbait yeah. for sure. All right, we're going back. That guy's rich though. That started that. I'm sure he Who? is. This the it was just the like ball a, for life. Uh, House of Highlights House guy, Highlights. just another probably a guy just like us that just happened to get lucky with an Instagram page, and now he's a millionaire. I'm sure. For me, the key to the game today is Marcus Carr. I think Marcus Carr has to be the vehicle, and actually that sets the pace, sets the tone. Um, Again, it, it he's going to be tasked out because you know he's going to have to put out tremendous effort on defense to guard Wong as well. So, um, without Dylan the Sioux, guys, I'm not I'm not going to lie, man. I, I'm not as confident as I I was before the injury. Um, I don't know how they can sustain it. the The fun thing is that that they can actually play multiple yeah. multiple um, offenses. So you know, beat you with multiple sets. Um, I mean, Miami I only has one works. big, though, man. Miami has one dude who plays big minutes that's over 6'6". Six, six. So run him down so, you know, get him well, tired. kind of like what they did to Xavier, right? They're kind of – I was talking to Joe Cook about this. Like, they're kind of similar to Texas a little bit, like when they don't have to sue because, I mean, of their top seven scorers, one guy is a forward. The other six guys are guards. That's crazy. Mm. Like, that's just, a lot of small ball, man. Yeah, definitely. So pace will be pretty fast in this. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you? So the what is the over under on this game? I know we weren't big on that. We weren't trying to. I think it's like one thirty eight. I could just be pulling that number out of out of the thin air, but let me see how close you are. Hold on. 
the oh, earlier. Oh, I have it if you want 148. to. 148. 148. Uh, yeah, with pace, you could probably push that up to probably, it's probably, you're going to probably get around 160, I think, for over on this. Over, I, that's over a on lot game. of points, dude. For people that think. Two teams to score 80. Oh, yeah. That's quite a from bit. The, from the front, I mean, look, you know, I see a lot of three points, three pointers in this game. That's yeah. That's what I do. That's what I've seen. Today. No, I could see that too. It's just like 149 is a pretty high number. I'm so reluctant to put money down on Creighton. Like the Creighton. Then don't bet, bet either bet San Diego SD, State or SDSU money line plus one twenty five. Let's I've go. Seen it. Plus one twenty five. It looks, it looks That's sexy. That's not bad. It maybe looks I'll, sexy. maybe I'll do a little uh, a little parlay. I just put a ten legger out there. Yeah. What's wrong fun. with you? <laughs> just well, ten leggers are fun. Just put ten fifty to win six thousand. Whatever. Yeah. Fifty to win six grand. Yeah. That would be a nice. I might jump on that. I don't want to ruin it for you though. I'm afraid if I jump on it, I'll take it down. All right, we got to take a break. Well, on the other side, we're going to get in touch with uh, Rodney Rodriguez, revved up ATX, and then uh, get you guys fired up for your code of racing. That's coming up for all the NASCAR heads out there, your gear heads out there, and then um, touch base with going out to the links and get you caught up on an update with um, a little bit of your Austin Dell match play. It's the Wagon Wire, 1049, 1019 AM, 1260, stream it live at hornfm.com. This is what I picture everybody listening to when they're driving around the track. When you go out to Coda, just listen to Peter Gabriel just blasting away. I drive in my car, in my car. That's what you're doing. You're just listening to Peter Gabriel as you're doing laps. All right, let's go on out to... Coda and talk to revved up Rodney Rodriguez, baby, and talk about some of the green that we need in our pocket, all the left-hand turns that we're talking about here. We got Byron taking the pole here. My guy MTJ is running in the 25 spot with Harvick right around there. Chevy's looking good throughout the top 10. Only one Toyota and one Ford. Something's going on there. We'll have to get Rodney on the top of that. Mr. Rodriguez, how you doing, sir? Wags, if they're listening to that, they're going to get lapped. Because that's uh, way too damn soothing. What are you talking about? You can't just go <laughs> off and you can't get into a, a, a sweet little cloud of nothing there, a, a nebulous cloud with Peter Gabriel, and just drive off in my car. Well, I'll tell that's you, awful. man, these, these, cars, these cars are awful comfortable, uh, I can tell you. So so maybe you can. I mean, I don't know, man. That's That, that would be like a left lane driver. All right, my, got Peter Gabriel. My brother, <laughs> left lane driver, yeah. Somewhere else, not not around in uh, in Texas, in Coda. All right, so we got William Byron there taking the toll there, Ronnie, and we got Ty that's actually putting some money down on Byron. Who do you, you think Byron can actually hold it, or who do you like? I see Kyle Busch there in the nine hole. You can get some good differential points there, but, I mean, really, throughout the week, who's got the best equipment 
I mean, Byron does seem to be the guy, and Chevrolet. I mean, you mentioned that right there. Chevrolet has been lights out this year. Uh, they, they, they have something figured out uh, with with the different packages or whatever. You know, two different packages that, that NASCAR is allowing them to do right now. And I mean, he's been spot on. He's got a couple of wins, and I was surprised when he came out and, and laid that laid that lap down uh, to to win the pole, but. I got to tell you, man, between Tyler Reddick, Austin Sendrick, and Jordan Taylor sitting right there behind him, I think those are guys with their prowess here with the right and left turns through this 20-turn monster. Uh, those are guys that, that you're also going to factor in. But but you never know with this race, man. Right. It's uh, you, you got to survive. I mean, you got you got to get no stage breaks. None of that is happening. Uh, I mean, the stages will still end, but there's not any caution flags that are that are scheduled. The NOP breaks. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna pee on yourself. I mean, if you gotta go, if you but, gotta go, you gotta go, man. You gotta go, you gotta go. But I mean, that, that's one thing. And Stu is here. Uh, I mean, I think that's something that that we're gonna factor in. That there, there's a lot of guys that can take this today. Absolutely. Well, and you, don't forget, you have two former Formula One champions in this field with Jensen Button and Kimi Raikkonen, who won on this track in 2018, won the U.S. Grand Prix in Formula One. So, and he's been racing in cup cars now. Now, Jensen Button's making his debut, but Kimi Räikkönen has been been driving these cars, so he knows this track better than all these drivers because he's raced here a bunch of times. Räikkönen in the 22 hole, sitting in Chevy equipment as well, and you guys were talking about just how dominant Chevy equipment is, and you're absolutely right, Stu. Uh, Räikkönen's got good good course recognition with this course with Coda as well and he's sitting in some good high quality gear that can get him into into winning contention that's for sure um Kyle Busch probably one of the guys that that's you know puts jumps off the page at me be being in the nine hole there I think he can jump up and steal this thing from a lot of people um MTJ in in 25 they're there for the Toyota only one Toyota that you that are in the top five and you said Reddit can actually make a run at this thing uh being in the two spot here but what's going on with MTJ what's going on with the 19 car He's got his work cut out for him today, Wags, because he, he's got to get through traffic. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. There's lo- there's lots of passing zones here, and, you know, it, it can be done. It can be done. It's a matter of, I mean, for him, it may end up being more of a strategy race for him to be able to to, to get up there quick. I mean, you've you got to get through all of the through all of the mess. But, uh, I mean, the Toyotas, uh, it, it's really hard to – it's really hard to pinpoint what it is. It's really hard to pinpoint what it is. I mean, I think Chevrolet, uh, they've gone in and they've manipulated something that, that's just got them, you know, in a spot where Toyota was before, where Toyota was, was unbeatable. But, but Truex and, and all of the Gibbs cars, uh, they, they, they have really, they really have struggled. I mean, his, his teammate, Ty Gibbs, the rookie, now that's yeah, a guy 17. you may want to watch. Yeah, because he's, he's a past winner here. In the Xfinity series, but but Martin Martin's got to Martin's got to get got to get through all the mess, and he's he's had some struggles here. I mean, you remember in the rain, right? Race, I mean, he, a couple years he, ago, uh, lift, yeah, lifted up off the ground. But he's uh, he's got the, the, the Chevrolets, man. Uh, I just I, I hate to lean and, and give it to a Chevrolet right off the bat, but they're Jordan looking good. Taylor, yeah, Jordan Taylor in the Chase Elliott number nine. I mean that that's a I mean that's a road racing champion right there. That's a guy in his prime and this car, I mean we talk about it on revved up all the time. This car is basically a sports car with some modifications to make it work on ovals and short tracks and all of that. So he has jumped comfortably in that car and the 9 people are going to say the 9's a sleeper 
That dude ain't no sleeper. Yeah. Not, not a sleeper yeah. at all. Yeah, you can't call that guy. You can't call that guy a sleeper for sure. Hey, so something that that did jump off the page to me, uh, Eric Amarola there down there in 39, you, I mean, 27 or almost 20 miles per hour slower than uh, than the slowest Ryan Blaney there. Um, what's going on with the Ford? What's going on with the 10 car here? That's he. He had some problems, and it's been a rough weekend for him. He he did manage to to become somewhat of a factor in the Xfinity race yesterday, but he just it's been a rough go for him. Uh, you know, from he was strong at Daytona. I, I thought he may get, may get a Daytona 500 win, which he deserves because that 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 track owes him a couple. But it's uh they have just not gotten that Smithfield Ford where it needs to be, um and. I'll be real honest with you. I mean, I like Eric Almarola. I'm glad that he is still racing with us right. in the Cup Series. But I, might I just be time to go. This is not where he's going to turn his season around. Today. Yeah, might be time. Um, yeah, we also got the King that came back a couple a uh, couple races ago. We got Jimmy Johnson, uh, JJ sitting there in the thirty in the thirty one hole there riding Chevrolet as well, posting the time of ninety two point three. Uh, what's looking good for Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy's still trying to learn this car. Uh, you know, he, coming out of when he was here prior with the with the Gen Six car, nothing like what this car is now. Then he goes over to IndyCar, and he's being real selective about the races that he wants to run. Obviously, he he likes this. You know, with with the road course racing that he's been doing, um, uh, he he's been steady. He's been steady this weekend. I think a lot of what he's going to do today is just try to keep that car in one piece and get out here and get some some seat time in this car. He actually talked. Uh, one of the questions that came up with him was about this car, and, and he likes his car. It's a loose driving race car, loose being that, that you know, the backside may move around a little bit. Uh, it's very hard to drive. But they're, this just, is, they're feeling each other out still. They're trying to that's get a, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. And I honestly think what Jimmy's doing here is getting some seat time in this car to figure out how he can catapult, catapult that into the Chicago road race because I think that's the one where mm-hmm. he really wants to make some noise. I, I think for him this is just – this is just Warm getting the feet ups, wet. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, then, that's I think what once we he gets from him once today. he gets to a road race, that's when he starts to make his true you know, his official. Hey, uh, by the way, my name is Jimmy Johnson, and I'm back. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to tell you what, though, Wags. He he carries uh, now that he's back. Uh, I mean, he he walks in and it's buzz, like, hey, look, like a, look at that. Yeah. I, I mean, the dude the dude is. I mean, having him back. I mean, I love what he's he did going for the to sport. IndyCar. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's an ambassador, right? That's a seven-time champion. You don't you don't see that very often. That you have that. I mean, call him the goat. Uh, I mean, he's one of the goats, whatever. But having that man back in the series is just great for NASCAR. Uh, one of the most dominant drivers I've ever seen in my time in the sport. That's for sure. Let's talk about Den- uh, Denny Hamlin. Double sticks there, running in the twenty-one hole, uh, coming out of the pole right now. Uh, any chance that Denny Denny Hamlin and this Toyota can make a run at this thing? Um. I'm not going to say no because you can never count that guy out. Um, he like like we were talking about with Truex, of course, he's right there out of Gibbs as well. They, they they've got work to do and and they're still trying to hit on something. It seems like they they just haven't they just haven't done that. And you know I'll circle that back to Toyota. I mean the Toyota that really seems to be good right now is Tyler Reddick for 2311. So uh, again, you you never count him out. But and that's just another guy where people are like, okay, let's let's follow his progress throughout the day, 
and he's a guy, you know, just with the experience and everything that he brings to the table. I mean, you look up and boom, there he is. Yeah. And yeah, you, you see, where'd the FedEx car come from? Right, just methodically right. working his way through. Um, at some point today, he may get around Ross Chastain, so the cameras will be on that one. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, keep an eye on him. He, he's always a player. The Chevys are definitely the the. Uh, looks like they're the the gear that's running, or the, they got the best gear running so far. The best car out there on within the top ten. I mean, you look at it. Besides two off brand, you got a Toyota and, and one Ford, and then the rest it's just Chevrolet all throughout the top ten. So eight eight spots all guaranteed the Chevy here throughout the poll, and looks like they're running very uh, very well here. Uh, again, like Rodney mentioned, only one Toyota that actually can he think can that he thinks can make a run at this thing, and it's Tyler Reddick there. Um, for me. I, I, you know, I never want to count out Kyle Busch, uh, that's for sure. But if I if I had one sleeper to make some differential points here, man, I I, I don't know what it is. I, maybe because Stu was was talking about it earlier, but Rackinen, man, I think Rackinen can make a jump up in this twenty two hole. Yeah. Well, and don't forget, Kyle Busch placed second yesterday in the Xfinity race. So you know he's got you know he's he's ridden this track. He knows it well now. He knows some of the the twists and turns. So he can translate that to today's race. Hey, Wags, one more. Mi amigo. I say it right. I don't say mi amigo. Mi amigo, Daniel Suarez. Really good here last year. Absolutely. Uh, I I love Daniel Suarez when he was uh, a young rookie there with the Toyota team um, back in the day. They're running with uh, MTJ as well. Hey, thank you, gentlemen, for your time. We appreciate it, man, getting getting us all caught up there from Coda. We appreciate it. You got it, man. Make sure you guys stay tuned in as well. We got uh, a nothing but revved upness for you with revved up Rodney and Stu. And uh, what is what's Stu's nickname? Um, Speedway Stu. We'll call him Speedway Stu today. Speedway Stu. Hey, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Ty. And thank you all for uh, listening to the show. It's the Wagner Wire, one zero four nine one zero one nine. Enjoy the ride.